welcome to New Mexico Castaways. I'm Rosalinda Roman, and this is the audio companion to New Mexico Cast, which is uh, stories about interesting people and places in New Mexico and beyond. But now this podcast, uh, if you've been listening for any length of time, you know it's all about my family and our move onto a 45-foot sailing catamaran called the Dawn Treader. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm using this new um, um, bracket from uh, Brookstone, Brookstone, (laughs) and uh, you just heard a voice. That voice is Jesse Lieberman. Hey, Jesse. Hi. And uh, (laughs) Jesse is my husband's cousin from, where are you from? Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. So you'll hear him, and I'm going to talk with him in a minute. But uh, the laughing is because I'm using this new bracket, and it just fell. So um, we're going to have to pause in a second and readjust. We are driving in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and uh, I wanted to show Jesse the, um, the beach, but he's exhausted because, <laughs> and we'll get into that in a minute, but we just dropped our, um, my family off at the Fort Lauderdale airport, and um, so I wanted to show you. This is um, A1A along Fort Lauderdale Beach, and for those of you that cannot see what we, what we see, um, we're, it's such the beach scene. There's Bubblegum Shrimp Company <laughs> over here on the left. There's lots of people. Um, Fort Lauderdale Beach is full of like lots of people who are um, working out, and um, it's a very kind of fit community. And then interjected or interspersed with um, some really colorful people who definitely don't see fitness as a priority. <laughs> um, but you can see, look at these guys. They look like a football team yeah. uh, doing boot camp right on the beach, right? Um, so, yeah, it's, it, I wanted you to see because Fort Lauderdale is very different than where our boat is currently definitely. in uh, West Palm Beach. And this used to be our home when we lived on a boat back in 2009 when my daughters were two and four, uh, we, we were actually right here off of Las Olas Boulevard. Uh, if you go two blocks uh, west, there's a marina called Las Olas, I think it's Las Olas Marina. Um, and so this is, this was like we would walk over to the beach here and the kids, Hava and Ziva, would play on the beach when they were little uh, and we were prepping the boat this was kind of the beginning of our boating experience. And then I realized, oh, Ahava was four and she was already reading. And I realized, hmm, Spring Break Central is not necessarily the place that you want your child to learn to read because they're like, she'd see things in the, you know, the t-shirt shops and be like, oh, mommy, what does this mean? And you're like, oh, it doesn't mean anything, honey. Ignore that. So you can see, Jesse, these are all the bars along... Reminds me of Venice Beach. Yes, yeah, it definitely has that vibe. Um, Except on this side, you watch the sun rise instead of the sunset, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, we're just kind of taking the tour and heading back toward the boat. Um, Jesse, you... um, How long have you been visiting us so far? Oh, it's probably been this second or third week something like that yeah yeah yeah. we've really enjoyed having you it's um, thank you it's (laughs) nice yeah the kids it's like you're you're like their 
big brother. They just, oh, you know, like I came in there yesterday and Jesse was reading to them. Or uh, Oh, you guys were working. Were you doing the genealogy thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The genealogy. Yes. Ancestry.com. Yeah. So his mom is really into genealogy on her side, which is not the, my husband's side of the family. But um, then he was showing the kids that and they were so interested in, in genealogy and what the connections are. Especially because this summer for us has been all about cousins. Um, my two of my kids, Ziva and Samuel, went to Chicago to spend um, to spend time with my family and all of their cousins on that side. And then Ahava and Nathan and I went to Cancun, and we she got to spend time. We all got to spend time with my my cousins, um, and uh, she got to know some of her other cousins on that side. So um, now we get to spend some time with Nathan's cousin. And uh, that's been a lot of fun. I think that's what uh, this summer, it's going to be the summer of cousins. Because, so let me back up. <laughs> First of all, we, uh, I think probably when I last recorded, the plan was to go up the East Coast for the summer. We were going to kind of prep the boat a little bit, add a few things here in West Palm Beach. That's going to tag along as well. Yeah, and, and Jesse was going to help us with the crossing. We were going to go up to uh, Jacksonville, then St. Augustine, and then cross the ocean from St. Augustine all the way up to North Carolina, where my brother uh, and sister-in-law, my brother's stationed there in the Marines at uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina. And then we, from there, we were going to go up to Boston, New York, um, maybe all the way up to Maine. Well, you know what happens when you make plans. <laughs> Everything changed since then. Um, as we were, so we went to Cancun for a week, and as we, on the last day in Cancun, like literally, we were packing to go to the airport. My husband got a note from his, like the big boss of his company, saying that he wanted to offer him a job or talk about a job. It ended up that they did offer it to him, but talk to him about a job um, here in South Florida, and specifically here in Fort Lauderdale, which, um, you know, is about an hour, really, from where the boat is currently docked, uh, which is a very big change. Oh, you can hear helicopters right now. Is that a helicopter? Yeah. Well, you're going to hear a lot of noise, so I hope you guys know that by now with this podcast. There's always some background noise. It's either when I'm driving or cleaning the house or, you know, some other, something else is noisy. So hopefully you're used to this by now. Um, but anyway, so he was, he and I, my first reaction when, when the uh, suggestion was made that he was going to, you know, be offered this job, I thought, oh, well, you're not going to take that because weren't we moving toward, like, you know, easing your way toward retirement <laughs> so we could sail around the world. And, uh, but of course I know my sweetheart and I know that, um, he loves what he does. He's a physician, but he's also, so I, I probably talked about it on this podcast before, but Nathan was a mechanical engineer before he became a doctor. He went to medical school, started medical school at 40 years old. So it's his second career and he, he brings a lot to the table. Um, because he has a background in business. And um, so anyway, long story short, this job is going to involve a lot more work than what we were thinking he was going to do, at least initially. And, and the theory is that he will um, hopefully set things up and have more flexibility after that. But initially, he's going he's to have to really do a lot of work. But 
so again, I thought that he was going to say, oh no, I'm not really interested in that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to ease my way out. But after I talked to him, I realized you're really excited about this. This is something you want to do. And he said, yeah, I really would love to do that. And I said, well, how can I say no to that? You know? Um, and so we talked about it and decided, okay, you know, maybe we can stay in Florida. Originally we said, oh, we don't want to be in Florida for another summer because last summer was so hot and, and I love hot, but it was, it was excessively hot. Um, and so I thought, okay, we're going to go up the East coast and we're not going to be in, in Florida in the heat of the summer. Well, best laid plans <laughs> and so now it looks like we're gonna hang out in probably the West Palm Beach area because in addition to Nathan and his job um, Ahava started getting back to the gym and as you know from if you've listened for any length of time um, our daughter our 12 year old is a competitive gymnast and she oh that's Samuel in the back you'll hear him every now and then too we've got him with watching a, a video with headphones on but every now and then he'll just say something like what was it that he blurted out a minute ago mother goose mother goose humpty dumpty <laughs> we're like oh okay <laughs> um, but anyway yeah so he's got the electronic babysitter right right now uh, anyway so we are uh, Ahava's very excited to be able to train much more this summer at least in at the gym that she's at um and so we said okay we'll stay the um end. the end <laughs> we'll stay and kind of let her see this through a little bit and nathan kind of get things shored up with his new position um so that was the that was the decision we were going to stay at least the theory is we're going to try to sail to Puerto Rico by, like, I would like to spend December and January in Puerto Rico. Um, and I can get into that later why, but that was the plan. So that meant we were going to stay here and then, um, you know, Hava can get her gymnastics time in and Nathan can get, uh, things short up with his company. Well, the problem with that is I'm like, I feel like a caged animal. <laughs> I was like, we, the boat hadn't been moving. We were just like, at the marina and I'm with the kids all the time and Nathan's working a lot now uh, so I was getting very frustrated well then um, and, and we cancelled basically our trip north well all of a sudden um, Jesse's mom is getting married um, in a, what a week yeah, no like the 20 week, yeah week like a, a week and a half 20 seconds right and Jesse leaves here in in like Thursday and yeah so that with that in mind I'm like I would like to go to the wedding but cost wise I was like it's like $1,200 a ticket and it would be the kids and me and I was just uh, it was hard to justify that and there's a you know Hava wants to do her training and you know we were struggling with that well uh, finally I talked to my brother-in-law who is in Arizona and he has a camper which actually used to be our camper and we sold it to him because we were never using it well he hasn't been using it either <laughs> and so we started talking and kind of brainstorming and dreaming of you know different things and I said what what would it be like to just drive up there so I fly to Arizona and uh, drive up to Seattle and my husband thinks we're crazy he's like why wouldn't you just fly well I like road trips and I like the adventure and that's the thing that I was feeling very caught with this new plan of staying in Florida 
um, I was feeling frustrated because we weren't going to go anywhere. So uh, this morning and yesterday afternoon, we have been talking about this new plan of potentially going on a road trip uh, where I fly with Samuel to Arizona, meet my daughter Ziva, who will be at camp. They just were flying out to go to camp in New Mexico, my two daughters, and my husband's flying them there. Uh, And then after everybody's back, uh, we were just going to be here in Florida. Well, now Ziva's going to meet me in Arizona. Samuel, Ziva, my brother-in-law Ari and I are going to drive up the West Coast and go to Seattle. So I'm sure I'll have many podcasts about that uh, soon. Um, But, uh uh-oh, I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) I think I have to go in this lane. Okay, let's see. So... Um, Yeah, so anyway, all of this to say I'm excited, finally, that yes, we may stay put and the boat may not be going anywhere, but I will still be able to get some uh, travel time in this summer. Now, the weird thing for me is that my daughter, Ahava, the gymnast, does not want to come. And, And she wants to. She loves road trips and she loves seeing the family too but she is feeling stressed because she wants to get that training in so we're going to make arrangements for her to be here in Florida and keep training and the I'll take the two youngest and we'll go on a road trip to see your mom and the rest of the family yeah yeah Yeah. so that's kind of what's on my mind this morning um I want to take a break and then when we come back I want to talk to Jesse I'm going to put you on the spot (laughs) about um what it's been like to visit us on the boat because he's visited visited us in New Mexico visited many times but um I think this is the first on the boat, right? It's definitely the first on the boat. Okay. I was not on the boat with you guys last time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when we come back, uh, I'm going to interview Jesse Lieberman. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Okay, we're back, and um, this time I've got the mic pointed in the general direction of Jesse. Jesse, so can you uh, introduce yourself, first of all? All right. What's your name? My name is Jesse Lieberman. And where do you live? I live in Seattle. And how old are you? 21. 21. Okay, so you're in college? Yes. And how are you associated with the Don Treader crew? (laughs) Let's think here. So Nate's mother was my grandmother's sister. Okay. So, basically, he's your second cousin, right? Or first cousin once removed, oh, I think, okay. maybe, that's, technically. That's right. I think, technically, the kids are my second cousins. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Okay, we just learned that when I was in Cancun with my cousins, because um, it was my cousin's wedding, and then her kids were there, and so her kids and my kids are second cousins. And then they were my first cousins once removed, so... That is correct. <laughs> and we're about to get on I-95. I'll warn you all, it's going to get much louder. And um, I'm trying to make sure our little mount here doesn't uh, <laughs> fall off on the highway. Makeshift mount. Right. So, sorry, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of noise. But hopefully it'll help make a nicer recording in the long run. Let's move it toward Jesse. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, you... but. 
what I'm interested to talk about first is you didn't come straight from Seattle here. No. Where did you go? I well, first I went to Fort Lauderdale for day. I'm, the tent was I'm going. I went to Jamaica for two weeks. And and what did you do in Jamaica? Uh, well, first it was it was my second time there, and so the first time it was it was a school project, and um, we stopped in Kingston for a day, and then we traveled up way up to the mountains where there's no electricity, no internet, barely running water, all that jazz, and we worked in the schoolyards and. Like what, out with what kind of work? Sorry, I know this oh, is making a lot of noise. Let me fix it. Alright, we got a new mount, and <laughs> it's just not doing what it's supposed to. <laughs> Shocking that product from Brookstone will I do know. something. <laughs> I'm very Alright, so you said you went up to the mountains. Way up to the mountains. Highest mountain. community in the mountains. And so no, like, no electricity? No water? There's very limited electricity. There's about two outlets a house and one little light bulb for the light, and um, that was about it. <laughs> and what, what, how did you go... How did that come about? What what prompted that trip? So so this was the second time going. I decided I wanted to go back to see the people I had met up there, and I had a friend who was going. I went who was who was on the program last year with me. I decided I wanted to go again, and there was a friend who was going on it again as well. And um, the original time I went, um, it was kind of a spur of the moment decision. Um, my English teacher, who I respected a lot, had introduced me to the professor who runs the program, and he had been going up there for. 35 years or something like that and so you knew everyone up there and I thought all right gee why not let's <laughs> let's just try it out and stuff and I went there the first time and made a lot of friends up there in the mountains and really enjoyed myself so I decided to go on back and then I thought you know since I'm not is uh, I don't have to stick with the school class program and do all the work as much afterwards um, I could stop and visit some relatives down in Florida. Yay! <laughs> and that would be us. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, it's it's interesting, and I mean, not to, like, put the whole gener your whole generation on the spot, but, you know, people hear that we're doing this, living on, on the boat with, you know, our family and think we're crazy, but I actually think your generation is much more inclined to... Um, Explore and, yeah. and to really not um, necessarily like you don't. I mean, yes, it's a little strange that we're doing this, but there's a lot more young people I think that that um, are like, oh yeah, that's really cool, you know. And, and the fact that you just are like, I'm gonna go down to Jamaica. And yeah, no, <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah, no, and I, I had zero regrets about it. I was nervous as all get up the first time, obviously, but then I started to really enjoy it up there, obviously, and made a lot of friends and stuff that I still keep in touch with over Facebook and all that and stuff. So even though they don't have internet, they managed to have Facebook on their cell phones and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So you said you do, you did some work up there with them. What, yeah. what did you guys do? Well, for a couple days we were working on the coffee farm, sifting coffee beans and stuff like that, moving around. But for the most part, most of the days we were just, um, we were working in the schools, teaching the classes and stuff. And because the classes are so under, it's one teacher per 35 little students and stuff, and they don't have any free time, so we try to teach them a little, a few lessons plans here or there and give the teachers time to catch up on their work to do whatever, be it grading or maybe writing tests or whatever it may be, because they don't have any automated tests. They have to type them all up and then write them out by hand and stuff. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, they don't have a photocopier machine, so we have to write and copy the test for them. Wow, well, that yeah. reminds me a lot of, um, it reminds me of the Bahamas when we were in Georgetown, uh, and the girls, well, the kids went to the little local school, um, 
I, you know, I w was reading with some of the kids, and the teachers were so glad for just that little yeah. bit of break. Yeah. <laughs> no, any sort of anything, even if we don't teach them a whole ton, just playing, just kind of distracting them enough to stay to keep things going on their end. <laughs> what a what a cool experience yeah. for for a young person like yourself <laughs> to uh, to kind of see a different culture and how they how they run things. That's very cool. Yeah, no, the favorite part was kind of being able to immerse yourself in the culture. And that was part of what kind of got me to go there was you really knew the culture and really it wasn't just kind of a touristy trap sort of thing. Right. It was actually getting to meet the people and sit and have dinner with them. They cooked local food for us every day and then we also cooked meals for them and once in a while and it was great. Had a lot of really good Jamaican food. <laughs> well, and I have to say, you brought us back Jamaican coffee, which made you very welcome on our boat. <laughs> yeah, we were. I was very happy because I actually had had Jamaican blue, blue coffee, Mountain. blue Mountain coffee, um, when I was in college, and I don't think I'd had it since. So when you were like, "Hey, I brought you some coffee," I don't know if you're gonna like it. I was like, "Oh my god, it's my favorite coffee from years back." <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. That was really good. Um, okay, so let's talk about your experience on the Dawn Trotter. All right. So you came here. Um, you visited us when we lived in New Mexico. Yes. Up in the mountains. And, A couple times, yeah. Yeah, and we've we've seen you. Like, we went up to Seattle to visit you as well. Bar mitzvah. Yeah, and stuff, for your so. bar mitzvah. And uh, I, I think another, like, a family wedding in Colorado. Yeah, we yeah we all saw each other at a family wedding in Colorado. And yeah, stuff. so yeah. over the, you know I've been with your your cousin or first cousin once removed <laughs> for twenty years. So like almost your whole yeah, life. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, I've been I've known you, um, and it's really fun for me to see you grow up oh, cool. into this wonderful <laughs> young man. Um, but, Shucks. But what do you think now that I mean, first of all. It's so different here than where you visited us in New Mexico, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what stands out? What was maybe your first impressions when you first got to Don Trevor? And, uh, and what, I mean, was it what you expected it yeah. was going to be? You know, I think I'd seen enough photos on uh, Facebook and stuff that I kind of had an idea of how the layout was going to work. Yeah. I was a little, sh I was impressed and shocked that uh, Samuel and... Uh, Zeva were sharing that same little bed in there with the hob and just kind of crammed in a separate little hole back there. <laughs> yeah. As an only child, it's kind of hard to imagine doing that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It's a big difference. It was very cool. They're kind of like, I always say, they're kind of like a little pack of dogs or wolves who just like curl up together and they're fine with small space. Um, and that is something that people comment all the time. Well, how do you, you know, how do you do that and how do your kids handle being in close quarters? But even in New Mexico, the girls, the, the three of them basically shared this loft bed where, you know, they they were together in this little nook, this cocoon, and, you know, that's just how they were. So it's actually more space probably now on the boat than they had in New Mexico. Yeah, they can get outside and go on the swing and stuff. And, yeah, that's a new development. <laughs> we just got this thing called a gun gun swing yeah, I love that from thing. Ikea, <laughs> and it hangs uh, off a uh, rope, which is coming off the mast, it hangs over the side of the boat, over the water, and then they run back and forth along the side of the boat over the water, and it's it's quite impressive. It's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not so much when you're sleeping in that cabin and they're nah. like, <laughs> Love and love. <laughs> yeah, so um, was the, was your 
cabin what you expected? You know, it was it was it wasn't it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It was actually a little more spacious than I expected. I think almost to say I, it has its whole bathroom and stuff, a full bath. And after being in uh, the mountains where I was rooming with three other people, and um, then uh, the showers were uh, just a spigot that kind of spat cold water out at you. <laughs> And you didn't really want to walk barefoot down there. It was, right, right. It, uh, it feels it feels kind of first world, believe it or not. Even if I'm used to my own apartment and stuff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, and it's, it, I I think maybe that's going to be the trick. I'll have everybody visit us after going to yeah. like a third world country. Exactly. <laughs> the, I have other guests who I just my cousin was telling me she's like, oh, I don't know if I could do it. And I said, you, you boat in New Mexico? I mean, in. Uh, uh, not New Mexico, they're from Chicago. So like in Lake Michigan, you know, they're used to being on the water and she just like, they're in their mind, the boat is so different than a house, you know? So yeah, maybe I'll just have them all go to some very, <laughs> very remote place and then come visit us. Then it'll be Stick. palatial. <laughs> Stick them out in a cabin for weeks. Right, right. Well, and we've had some experiences already since you've been with us. Um, one of the one you came, so we went to the beach and stuff like that. Um, we've taken the boat out a few times, and the first time was interesting with you. That did not go as expected. No, I did not. No, not as expected. What happened? <laughs> uh, I got seasick, and I have. I rarely get seasick that I can even remember, if ever. And um, I was kind of, I was kind of irritated with uh, everything or myself <laughs> at being seasick. I was like, "What the heck is going on here?" Yeah, it was. Um, he, he had said, and we kind of laugh about this because it seems like whenever you say, "I never." And then fill in the blank, whatever that thing that you're never going to do. Or never get never sunburned, never uh, never throw up on the boat. Right, those are the things that end up happening. Like once I said, I, my car had broken down in Valdosta, Georgia on my way, driving from college and University of Florida, Gainesville to Chicago. My car broke down in Valdosta and I said, I would never live here. Well, my first job out of college was in Valdosta, Georgia. <laughs> and it was a great experience, by the way. Um, but anyway, then when Jesse said, when he came to the boat, he's like, we, I kind of got on him. I'm like, you, you got to put on sunblock. He's like, oh, I never sunburned. <laughs> I never For the record, sunburned. I went to the beach the first day. I was fine. I didn't get sunburned. That is true. That is true. <laughs> then uh, something about being on the water, it must reflect yeah. the sun or you, you just don't even realize. It's sitting much. out at the front of the boat trying to avoid getting more seasick, not being able to hide in shade at all. That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Gods were against me. He had said he would never he never gets seasick and he did but you know it happens to the best of us we've all we've all had our, and there's Samuel <laughs> his movie must be done again <laughs> he's watching these little shorts like Hansel and Gretel and um, Mother Goose Mother Goose Tales and every now and then he'll come up for air as we're driving uh, okay so those were some unexpected experiences but what are what are some of the things that are memorable that you've enjoyed um, just that maybe you didn't expect? Um, that I didn't expect? Yeah. I'd say just hanging out with the family has been really enjoyable. I mean, your kids keep me on their, uh, on my toes to say the least. They crack <laughs> me up all of them. Even when, even when they're being kind of mean to each other, I laugh. I don't know if that's the right thing to do, but I do. <laughs> well, you are, you're such a good sport about things. And perfect example, sorry, I'm going to... I'm going to Go tell you guys it. something that happened yesterday. So we had just gotten back from dinner, and um, we met some friends up in Jupiter for dinner, and we got back, and 
I was helping my kids pack and I was really focused on that and it was bedtime and so I was really kind of into my own little world doing what has to be done before the kids take a trip and um, and making sure Samuel got to bed, all that. And all of a sudden I went to go put something outside <laughs> and there's Jesse standing there and he's like, oh, well, I fell in. <laughs> and I go, what? <laughs> and I, I thought he was joking. And like, like, oh, I fell in. You, would, you didn't even know I was out here. And I was like, that's funny. And then I look and he's dripping wet. And I, I pulled out the video camera, of course, because I'm mean. And that's what I do. And so I was recording. I'm like, oh, so you fell in? He's like, yeah, I did. I was, what, what happened? How did you fall in? I was making a, I was trying to make a phone call to a friend as I was, um, as I was trying to dismount the boat. And the boat was a little farther away from the uh, dock. It was around the back end of it. And, uh, I missed my footing and uh, didn't look where I was stepping and fell right in. But I was able to rescue my phone. As I was falling in and realized I was falling in, I, I managed to reactively put my phone on the on the on side the on the dock on the dock <laughs> as I was falling in to save my phone. Wow, very well played, well played. Thank you. It was funny because then I was I was talking to you on the video, yeah. and I'm like, hey, so you know, and it was kind of funny, and you're laughing and you're being yeah. a good sport, and I look down. Now, now you guys need to know, my husband's a doctor, but I'm the opposite of a doctor. I will faint at the sight of blood. I cannot handle like medical emergencies in any way and so I'm talking to Jesse and I see him dripping wet and that's kind of funny and I look down and he is bleeding like really bleeding and he's like yeah I kind of cut myself I'm like uh okay and I, I just go, I totally I didn't want to interrupt the video yeah. I totally abandoned Jesse I run in the house I'm like Nathan Jesse's bleeding get outside you know was like, and you want to tell what Nathan said I don't uh, yeah you can Oh, I don't remember what he said well, exactly. That that Nathan, idiot. Something you know, wrong. You have to know that Nathan, he loves Jesse, and he loves to give him endless heck about everything. Now they are like opposite sides of the political spectrum. They, you know, they have these great debates that I have to like say, okay, guys, enough. I cannot handle all of this. These discussions. Well. When he, when I said to Nathan, I said, Nathan, Jesse fell in. He's like, dumbass. <laughs> I was like, he's bleeding. Go help him. <laughs> that, was so, that was so Nathan. Oh my gosh. But I was, uh, yeah, I was very. He got you, what did he, you didn't need stitches. I was no. convinced you were going to need stitches. <laughs> no, he just uh, put the disinfectant stuff in. I was impressed with the little kid he had. Oh, had. Yeah. I guess it was a doctor. And, um, oh, yeah. It reminded me of, I guess, of his father's kit when I got hurt in New Mexico, or not New Mexico, Arizona, when I would always, always that's how I think I first met you, met you guys probably was visiting. Um, yeah. And, and, and Uncle Sam. And anyway, the kit was just like a fancy little kit, like when I'd, uh, gotten hit by a, or I stepped on a, a cactus oh, back yeah. then and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was very impressed with the whole little kit and stash of everything he had on. <laughs> well, and I, I always tell people when, when we're at an anchorage, I always try to tell people, hey, you know, 
Nathan is a doctor and we have everything on board. Like he's he's stitched people up, you know, whatever you need. We try to keep most things handy. I mean if there's a heaven forbid someone needs an EpiPen, you know, if there's like that imminent emergency and you're out at a remote anchorage, you can't just go to the local urgent care or ER, right? So we do try to keep the essentials on board and I was convinced you were going to need stitches, but... Yeah. I liked his second thing also, after I had, after your comment to me, the first comment to me, he goes, Jesse, you're bleeding all over my boat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry! <laughs> that is so Nathan. You're like, uh... <laughs> he told me later, he said, he said, you know, I don't know if uh, I ever told him, you need to put pressure on, on that wound so it stops bleeding. <laughs> And so then he felt bad that he like he he was just giving you heck and, and he probably should have given you instructions before. <laughs> but you were fine and yeah, it all well that ends well. The other thing that I that I got a kick out of the, from that whole experience, so two crew members immediately made a beeline away from the blood, <laughs> which is Ziva and me, and then Samuel, Ahava, and Nathan went toward you know the the situation at hand. And Samuel was really interested in it. And Nathan told me, Samuel said at one point to you, uh, I something like, I hate to tell you this, but it's going to hurt. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was going to, like, do something to the wound. And uh, and then when when he, he said, you know, he told you it was going to hurt, Nathan said he put, Samuel put his hands over his ears. Yeah, because he was assuming I was going to scream. And then he was like, <laughs> Oh, I guess you didn't. <laughs> I guess you didn't. <laughs> oh my god. It's funny, you know, talking with you, I realize as we're recording, it's it's kind of got to be fun or interesting for the listeners because usually it's just me in a monologue. Like, I, this is what's uh, happened this week, this is what's going on. But having you here really adds a lot of the color to what we, what the day-to-day experience is. Shucks, I'm glad I can add something. <laughs> <laughs> well, and speaking of experiences, we had another crazy experience this week. It was the 4th of July, right? Yes, that was very cool. Yeah, I want you to, in, from your perspective, what was that like? Well, it was, it was definitely so. I mean, in Seattle, I live in Seattle, obviously, and fireworks... Um, we always just watch them on TV because traffic is so freaking bad nowadays. It takes, you have to leave at 7 o'clock in the evening to get anywhere where you can stand and actually see anything and stuff. So we were able to actually sail out there and it was cool to be on the boat and I saw all the people waiting on the shore and I was like, ha! I used to be you guys. <laughs> Losers. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so spectacular. So, um, we last, this time last year, for the 4th of July, we anchored in the same spot, which was off of, um, in front of, uh, like, downtown West Palm Beach, there's this anchorage that you can be really close to where the fireworks barge is that they shoot the fireworks off of in the intercoastal. And last year... It was a perfect experience, like, perfect view, unencumbered, gorgeous, the night was just stunning. So we did the same thing this year. (laughs) Well, apparently the winds were different this year. Evidently. And the entire thing was pushed, like all the ash and soot, and literally it felt like someone was throwing pebbles at us. Standing in hail. Yeah, it was like little hail of um, ash hitting us, and the boat was covered from stem to stern, or stern to bow, I guess, covered 
in this ash and black soot and it was a totally different experience <laughs> and again Jesse was a good sport about the whole thing and you know he's looking I like that you always look at the bright side oh now you don't do that when it comes to politics or economics. that's true that's true <laughs> but when it comes to people I noticed you're very positive and you're very um open with your, you know, very open-hearted about people. Shocks. So. And, you know, that's something I've tried to work on in the last few years, well, just in general and stuff. And you're doing a good I'm touched. That's good to hear. It's very true, very true. I don't, I would not say that lightly. Um, so yeah, I mean, we've had some experiences. We are now going to wrap this trip up, and I'll wrap up this podcast too. Um, after we get back to, Fort La- uh, to the boat, we've got a couple days here, and then we're going to go up to Orlando to see my brother, who is coming down with his wife and my nephew uh, from Chicago. They're actually driving down. Um, And then we'll spend a few days in Orlando before you head out. Totally. Yeah, and then maybe we'll be meeting you in the Seattle area. Totally, in the Pacific Northwest for the wedding. That would be very (laughs) fun. That would be awesome. I hope we can do that. (laughs) So any uh, advice for anyone that might be thinking about visiting friends on a boat? Uh, Don't make phone calls while you're dismounting the boat. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that's the best I can say. <laughs> and the funniest part about that is earlier in the day we were walking in some mall area and I and he was just you know responding to a text of a friend and I said because I, I'm very aware of my kids and they're you know they're learning from everyone in our environment and so I always point out the things that we do or we don't do and I said to Jesse hey Jesse we have a rule that we don't um, look at our devices when we're walking and so I, and I did, right? I had just Yes, yes, you had. <laughs> because I don't want my kids like on their iPads while they're walking or even my husband and myself. We, yeah. we have to not do that. I, I try to catch myself. Oh, there's my phone. It's spam, I'm sure. <laughs> I get a lot of spam calls. Anyway, so it was kind of funny that I had said that and then, whoops, now you know why I have yeah. that policy. <laughs> Evidently. Well, it's been really fun having you. Oh, good. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. I've really enjoyed being here and uh, seeing you guys and just keep in touch with family and stuff. Yeah. I felt like it's, it was really worth the time and energy to sure. finally uh, communicate with you guys a few times to get the manage to make it happen. Yeah. But it actually yeah. happened. Well, that's the biggest lesson. <laughs> that's the other thing. Here. That's the biggest lesson when you have friends who either live on a boat or maybe in an RV or whatever. Um, you got to be willing to roll with whatever their crazies are. Are because um, Jesse made it work. A lot of people are like, well, where are you going to be on September 25th? And I'm like, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> but he was like, well, I'm going to Jamaica, and uh, I'd love to come see you. Do you think you'll be in the Bahamas then? And I'm like, I have no idea where we'll be. So I really appreciated his willingness to um, roll with it. And uh, because of that, I think we've had some fun adventures. Yeah. And that's basically how we are. We just roll with it. And, and I, I think people that belong to our tribe as you will if you will um always are okay with that because i'm the kind of person like my brother's gonna be in orlando that's like a three and a half hour drive that's fine i'll drive up i don't care you know like for me distance is is a state of mind and you can you can do all kinds of things um 
if you set your mind to it and decide what you want, then you find a way to make it happen. And I think that's a good place to wrap up this uh, episode of New Mexico Castaways. I really appreciated getting the chance to chat with Jesse, and thank you guys for listening. If you like these episodes and you want just kind of more of the day-to-day um, snippets, I do uh, a lot of audio podcasting, if you will, or broadcasting on an app called Anchor.fm, and that is New Mexicast, also on Anchor. Or you can see some of the Facebook lives, like when we did the fireworks show, I I, uh, streamed that, a little bit of it, live on uh, my Facebook page, and that is also New Mexicast. All right, thanks for tuning in. I'm Rosalinda Roman, and this is New Mexicastaways. Castaways.